Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. You know that part in Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat where... Where it's the end, where he's singing Any Dream Will Do. The whole show is over, and everyone's like, yay! And, like, the brothers are on stage, and then then the narrator leads the chorus of children on stage. Then, like, there's camels, there's cows, the brothers are back, everyone is back, and, like, the whole world is on the stage. That's what it's like inside Mahmoud's mother's apartment. (laughs) It really is. Really Any is. dream will do. There's children of all sorts, animals, uh, lots it's of like family. Lots of it's just Nicole's <laughs> nightmare is what it is. As soon as as soon as I saw like 40 people in that apartment, I started laughing because Nicole's like, there's always so many people there. And, and you got anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, it I, is. It's any dream will do. It's that. It's that packed stage. But no one's in a loincloth. <laughs> As it should Johnny be. Johnny Osmond. That was a sexual awakening for me when I saw it on oh. tour. Ooh. Holy fuck! First time, but not the last time. I wanted to get fucked by a Mormon. <laughs> not <laughs> the last. Holiday gays. This and y'all. Even more importantly, this is toe. This is fucking this is toe. T- Toe, season four, part four, and this title is called um, season four, episode the eyes, four, part two. Yes, part two. The eyes do not see what the butthole doesn't want. I mean, the <laughs> mind does not want. But that's true. The butthole is an eye. Yeah, it's true. A clinker, a chocolate starfish, brown eye. <laughs> You're gay aching. <laughs> 
Your fart clapper. Your fart clapper. <laughs> oh, you're dunking the do no dude. Just names for buttholes. We yep, can go that's on and where on. We are. We could do a podcast just about that's that. That's where we are. Um. Anyway, a uh, couple announcements. What? Um, I had such a good time at the Golden Crabbies. <laughs> you did. I have to you change said. all of my announcements because of when this is airing. Yeah, uh, you uh, um did not know that uh you were gonna get that you and Dorenda would get massively drunk and yell at no, the wait staff. I I did not know the Dorenda medley, uh, Kyle Cook and um. And uh, <laughs> Jacks uh, from Vanderpump Rules would all be fucking me at the same time. <laughs> Who knew? And but shockingly, Dorinda had the biggest dick. Yes, uh, big old and, strap on. And I had to go to the clinic after. Um, that we assumed mostly because of Dorinda. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he had a good time. Uh, y'all, we had a great time with our interview with uh, Montana Mills and Justine from Life After Lockup now, not Love After Lockup, because now it's Life After Lockup, so you can check that out. Um, that's on the free feed, and w- that's in anticipation of uh, the episode of Patient. The Friday episode that aired of Life After Lockup is actually the season premiere. And so that's going to be on the free feed for all of y'all to listen to the try before you buy. It's just the tip. And if you want the whole shebang and the whole schlong, you got to subscribe to the $8 Tale Reality Gaze Plus. Not only would you get Lalu and Extreme Sisters, you also will get this episode that you're listening to now commercial free for your just pleasure. Like, just like any good dick, it costs money. <laughs> yeah it's true that's true god god i love strippers that made me think of um, i'm so excited my friends are i have some friends that are taking me out to to see strippers for my birthday in march i'm excited wonder what that's wonder i i don't think i've at, since the pandemic how do how are go-go's doing it these days i don't know are they are they in masked <laughs> they were i don't know do the do their penises have masks <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'll be really good with COVID by then because I'm about to go to the, or by the time you listen to this, I've already been, but I just went to a 300 person wedding in Oklahoma and where, where get, no one's wearing a mask. So I'm going to get COVID. <laughs> I mean, I got my boost, but if I don't get COVID from this, I'm going to be shocked. Uh, yeah, it's, if they, I don't they, get it, then vaccines work. They do tell you well, they do work. <laughs> they, they do. No vaccines work. Yeah. Uh, they they do tell you not to go to any huge fucking events. <laughs> Literally, three hundred and ten people, well, went to, but are going to this wedding. It's a town event because, you know, my future niece in law or my future Again, niece or whatever, not a thing. <laughs> she, uh, you can just say a, my nephew's fiance. <laughs> Well, whatever. No, because she, she's not your niece-in-law. But she, her family runs a jewelry store, and then everybody knows my brother, so we're just going to have a large gathering. I don't know if, I guess so, because you say brother-in-law. I just never heard anyone say cousin or nephew-in-law or niece-in-law. I've just never heard. It, it's like they stop at brother and sister-in-law and father-in-law and mother-in-law. Well, 
it's I, it's a it's um it's really she's just already part of the family. I think of her. Can you family. say my nephew's wife? I eventually will say that. Yeah. <laughs> Or my but nephew's no, fiance. I think, but not when they're married. I won't say my nephew's wife. I'll probably say, then I'll just say my niece. I Maybe I'm just being too particular here. No, that, no of, course of course I am. I just, am. I've just never yeah. heard. Uh, maybe I just, I just assumed niece and nephew were blood titles. Um, But I, maybe I I'm wrong. Know. No, I mean, there's a point to that. Um. It's very moving. She's because her last name is Ray, so she's being very southern and dropping her middle name and moving her last name to her middle name to take my nephew's neck. You know how women in the South do a lot, yeah. And so her initials would be C R M, and that's my dad's initials. So it's very and his because my dad's middle name was Ray. So it's very sweet, very sweet. You don't give a shit about this. <laughs> how could you tell? Where I was just like that thing. It's anyway, a combination of letters. So fucking it's gonna what? Be a great, what, it was a great wedding with an open bar. Thank God. Well, how, the, oh, not yeah. inside. No, the reception will have an open bar. The wedding will not have an open no, bar. No, 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 no. The reception has an open bar, and they're serving prime rib. <laughs> it's great. Very excited. What's the, what's the non-meat option? There isn't one. Chicken. <laughs> They did ask if I. They did ask if I wanted chicken or meat, and that was it. <laughs> There's no veggie option. No, y'all, you're not gonna get if you're if you're vegan or even gluten free, you're fucked in Ardmore, Oklahoma. <laughs> you ain't getting shit in Lone Grove. You get you get a you get a you get crudite. <laughs> yeah, I I do remember one time Aunt Peggy made a casserole. She said, "And it's vegetarian." I said, "Really?" She's like, "Yeah, I just use chicken broth, no meat." <laughs> Uh, yeah. Can you imagine having a, can you imagine doing a, a, a wedding in Los Angeles without a meatless option? I, I can't, people would fucking turn over tables. They would, they would free. <laughs> I just know if I ever got married and when I'm not going to get married now, but if I did, I would have to have a vegan option. You have to have to, you have to, have to. and I'd want just to, like, I'd want everyone to feel included. Yeah. There's, there's like 20, 20, 30% of Los Angeles is vegan. You know, maybe not. My that friend much, Michael's but... vegetarian. When he came, actually a year ago today, when we're recording this, was my dad's funeral, and he was like, "What the fuck do I eat here?" And I was like, "Not much." No, vegetarian's easier. I will say this: Did you know this? I just want to tell people: If you are visiting Ardmore, Oklahoma, the Statue of Liberty is here. You can see the Statue of Liberty here in Ardmore, Oklahoma. Uh, is there a picture on the town square? No, I was just driving today, right on Fifteenth Street in Harris, kind of over by the um, by uh, um, speed it up. Come on, I don't care where over it is. By the, it's kind of over by this building called Therapy to Go, which is just a beer barn, but it's called Therapy to Go. And so you just <laughs> drive in, and you can get like a slushy with liquor and all the what they have it <laughs> in Oklahoma. Yeah, it's called Therapy to Go. Okay, and, and that is the first positive <laughs> thing about Ardmore, Oklahoma, that has ever made me want to go. I need a you, lot of therapy to go if I went there. They give you a slushy, and then they give you the little alcohol bottle, un, but not unscrewed. So it's you just take it with you in the car, but you're not serving Boy, an open container. Liquor laws. Wow. Yeah, it's Therapy to Go. Like a mini bottle. 
Yeah, but you get like three mini bottles, and then you, then you just pour it in your drink and drive down the road. <laughs> I will say, I've never it's met just a go. Just who cares if it's drink if it's drinking and driving? <laughs> well, but I will. I th- you know you used to do this when you moved to LA. Some there are in a country. A lot of people do this, like where it's called oh, like a road beers. Take a, Road, road players. Our, yeah. my brother be like, let's go. And he'll take he'll take one of his friends. And I'm like, what? You can't do that. Oh, that is so common. Like, that's what we always do. Yeah, that's so common. So um, anyway, it's but just, you it's wait. just it's weird to me to think an establishment just doing it. There used to be one in Denton when we were in college. And I remember. Closed. But you uh yeah. Denton's a, little, but, Denton's a little less conservative than Oklahoma, though. Oh, Denton's way less conservative, yeah. especially now. It's, but um, that's why my mom's boyfriend hates it, and they live there, but that's fine. <laughs> anyway, so uh, please you me. Up, i got to talk please. about the Statue of Liberty. I, I'll take a picture and post it in the Facebook group and online. But um, on 15th Street in Harris, these people just in their front yard have a replica, <laughs> have a 10-foot-tall replica, well, maybe 12-foot, of the Statue of Liberty. I assume. No! It's an actual statue of Lady Liberty on their front lawn. Why? What, what? Uh, because they're an American. Because they're a patriot. Like, like uh, what's his name with Lita? Eric. Eric. On our class list right now. Just got the step. So I went, who needs the Big Apple? I've got Lady <laughs> Liberty right here. And I'm sure there's a Broadway I'm sure there's there you is our Broadway. There is. <laughs> yes, and you can eat at Cafe Alley right <laughs> there on Broadway. We have to move on. Please. Okay. I'm just Please. Saying. I, I was just going to say one last thing about uh, new season of Love is Blind, season four, uh, premiering March 24th. That will be on our $5 level, our Patreon. I think we do drop one episode first. Um. Uh, on the free feed, don't we? We do, and yeah. yes, and we'll be dropping season two uh, as we're edging season two y'all. of Love Is Blind uh, on on the free feed. We uh, that'll be up to. We'll be dropping all of that, uh, dropping breadcrumbs up to the premiere on the twenty fourth. A reality gaze edging. That's what we're calling it. <laughs> dun dun. <laughs> like Captain Sandy and Are Law and s- Order. Are you sad that that one guy died Richard from Richard Melzer? Like, yeah, was he off the he was, show? He wasn't on it for about the last couple seasons. Um, uh, but he was in his late 70s. Yeah, but oh. he was great on the show. Comedian. Stand-up comedy for a long time. Really? Well, there yep. you go. Yeah. Well, hey, they get on there. My friend Petey's on one of them right now playing the um, tech person on one of those things. <laughs> Everyone, everyone who we know, uh, I know so many people who got the job playing the tech, the tech person. <laughs> yeah, true. All right. Is there, right. oh, we wanted to mention our interview with Love After Lockup. Mary Payne from Pink Shade, she did an interview as well. We don't know if it's on her Patreon or with Justine and Michael. Yeah. But she did an interview with Justine and Michael as well. So we just wanted to say, if you, I, I'm I bet she was not inappropriate like we were. No, I we 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 probably didn't get. Uh, there wasn't was there probably wasn't talk about Montana Mills penis like there was in on our, our show. And by the way, it wasn't. I didn't us bring it up. We didn't bring it up. Justine, Justine did. That was Juju B. Yeah, 
You know, we give people a safe space. We give people a dick space, and they talk about dick. Do they fill it? They fill it with cock. Um, let's jump in. Let's jump in. Um, Jump in. Chris and Jamie, uh, we're waking up together, looking like that freshly fucked feeling. doesn't look like, as both they say, last night was good. No problems with our chemistry. Jamie goes further and says, the sex is amazing. Snap, snap, snap. Snap, 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 Three snaps. So Three snaps. That seems like a very big deal. Uh, yeah. That, that was a lot of what what was worry. So that, that does soothe that breast. Yes. Um, however... We need to go get toothpaste <laughs> because the airport like, oh, she forgot confiscated it. her toothpaste. Uh, she's allergic to mint. So, Chris, oh, okay. okay. So Chris is now allergic to mint. Besides okay. the narcolepsy and night terrors. So she needs to go to the pharmacy for that. So now yeah. they're getting ready. And uh, she's Chris got, is like, yeah. Chris go says, I, I bought her wedding shoes. And she so she gets she goes. I want to do that for her. I wanted to give. I wanted to give her, her dress. dress and and she her said, wedding but because shoes. but because she said Jamie paid. But she said Jamie paid for the apartment and the moving. So, so I I want to say we get a lot more clarity in that we didn't have before on who was what part of the finances were were going to be shared. Who was paying. I don't think we still have complete clarity, but we're never going to get that because it's 90 Day Fiance. But it does seem like they both are sharing. We find yeah, out I that agree. Jamie, yeah, we find out you, that Jamie is an administrative assistant. For a and, stock trading firm. And she has vacation for 30 days. Um, yeah. Must be nice. And right. so, um, yeah. A lot of, lot of places, a um, lot of countries do that. America doesn't really. Not to, there is talk, you know, that some companies in America are starting to do after COVID now. Uh, some, I was just reading this NPR, are doing the four-day work week now. Like yeah. standard. Well, in France, you got six weeks of paid vacation, so. <laughs> but you're living in America. Right. America. America. At the end of the millennium. So America. We got we can't I shouldn't have sang rent. People are gonna get angry because they're gonna <laughs> Why? say But I still I still wanna sing it because I know it so well. <laughs> and they always say, Don't talk about how bad it is if you don't if you sing it all the time and Thank it's a you. Read I'll do what I want. It's a read and it's fair. <laughs> I'll do what I want. What do you think about we don't have time, but maybe a did, did you see the new Pantages season? They announced oh, it was just show. announced. Yeah. Did you see them or no? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna buy. I did. Um it was like MJ the musical. Um Yes. This is Doubtfire. Fuck that. Fuck that. I'm you could not pay me to watch the movie, the musical version of Mrs. Doubtfire. Fuck that. Um <laughs> The Wiz. Yeah, that's a new that's a new product. It's not a new no, not a new show, obviously, but it's a new kind of revamped production. Um the company. That's a weird choice for the Pantages. Uh that should have been at the Amundsen. That should have been at should the it? Amundsen. I yeah. I'm not sure. That's our that's our kind of Los Angeles theater, you guys, uh, municipal theater. 
and then the only one I kind of wanted to see was um, what else? What was it? What's what's the one that I wanted to see? Um, the one with um, the new one. Sorry, y'all. People are going riveting. Riveting. We up. Uh, look at it t- and just tell me. Well, I am. I'm looking at it right now. I'm trying well, to read them. Well, I'm pulling up my phone and you're yelling at me. <laughs> and you're yelling at me. Boy, that sounds up. Oh, Peter Pan. Fuck that. Uh, oh, Girl from the North Country. Uh, that's a that's the Bob Dylan album. Um, Chicago the Musical. That's bizarre. That's bizarre. Maybe um, Pam Anderson's going to be in it again. I would maybe. after seeing that documentary, I would go see her play Roxy, and I would cry. I, it's not. The, the, here's why. Here's why that's strange. Just a little bit of Broadway corner here. Um, the musical's never closed since the reopening, so there's not a. It's, there's no revival. The musicals uh, was came out in the late seventies. There's no re, there's no reissue of the movie. It seems like they're just like, oh yeah, this, this, there's a little buzz about Chicago now that Jinx Monsoon is doing it. Let's put it on tour. And it's, it, I it, would like to see Jinx Monsoon doing me, that. Me, oh, it's supposedly is great. Um, no, I'm skipping their season. Uh, this year looks like. Well, there you I'll... have it. Okay, that's our quarter. <laughs> um, so back to this quarter. Jamie like, and Chris. Support, I'm like support line here. Yeah, let's give it. I'm okay. skipping that season. Peter Pan, are you fucking kidding me? Um, so <laughs> we need to move on. I shouldn't I'm have brought so, this up. I'm, I'm sorry. So shitty. Uh, I hope oh. no one from the Pantages calls me and talks about their new season. I would treat oh. them just like the Amundsen. Well, you're, it's just a pile of garbage, your season. Um, I have tickets to see six um, in a couple weeks. And something else I'm seeing. I can't remember. So the apartment's it's- $500 a month. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Remember where it's like, oh, it's just $100 more expensive. So this is a fifth more than fifth more cost wise than she wanted to pay. Yes. So because we think were that's think- a lot. So we because we were thinking, oh, this apartment. We're thinking like LA. Gotta be oh, two the grand. That's two twelve hundred dollars. So it's thirteen hundred. Big deal. No, yeah. it's no. a lot more. It's uh, like twenty percent more than they decide they would pay. Um, and Chris says. In a very good way, Chris says, we need to talk about our finances because we need to just learn to communicate that more. And and the thing is, y'all, this relationship is DOA. It is. Me. I know. I feel honestly, bad. But it both is. Both sides. On both sides. Yeah. On both sides. I don't think Jamie puts a lot of rational thought into what – She's What's so gonna, emotional. Yeah, about she's everything. very impulsive. Yeah, very, and she's gonna get angry. At, like it's just not going to be good. Um, <sighs> and uh, but she said she's like, but I, but I knew you would like it. It had everything you liked. So I just decided we could pay more hundred dollars more. Now the thing about it is, they are going to be living off of the money that Chris sold her house for. Because they're taking 30 days off for Jamie's. And she's like, I'll go back to work. She's like, no, that's not what we decided. But Chris, it does seem like Chris budgeted 
for four hundred dollars a month, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's or that's not the case. And I know uh, some of you would say, mm-hmm. but it's only five hundred dollars a month. That it's so cheap for an apartment, and it is for an American yes, for America. standard. Yeah, it's d- dirt cheap. However, like you said, it is a fifth more. And it, and they're and they're she's saying the money I'm gonna be coming in is gonna pay all our bills. I don't want you to have to. Just, I, I bought think, your dress. I bought your shoes. Yes, yeah. and Chris, I don't. Y'all, we saw how Chris was living. She does not have a lot of money. Yeah, no yeah. way. So y'all, they're going out in Bogota, and already Jamie's like, "Is this like Alabama?" And they're holding hands, and somebody somebody drives by them and goes, "Long live love," or "Love is love," yeah. or "Love love." Yeah, what, no what one is. Was, what if no one's like Darcy. hitting him over the head with a bottle. <laughs> yeah. What if it's Darcy driving on a motorbike going, I love love. <laughs> it's another Darcy. Another Darcy. So and, and Chris is like, this feels so nice. I never could have done this. Um, and she's like, I'm just excited to live here where people are open-minded and we can be ourselves. So um, anyway, so then they decided to great. go to the pharmacy. Yeah. And because they need the, the non-mint toothpaste. And he's like, here we go. Bubble gum. That's exactly what I thought they were going to get. Because remember well, when you were a kid and you're like, I don't like mint. And they gave you a bubble gum toothpaste. I do. I guess yeah. there's mint. And it is a real thing. People are allergic to mint. Yeah. It is. I, I, have, know that's I have cinnamon toothpaste because I don't do some mint because it's bad for reflux. Acid reflux. Mint so. is bad for reflux. I love cinnamon toothpaste. Yep, me too. Riveting. Um, riveting. riveting. Two, riveting. two queens talking about <laughs> stuff that doesn't give me a shit. I started to talk about my cinnamon floss, and then I wanted to stop myself. <laughs> so that's where you know what, y'all? Let's fuck this. I don't even want to talk about this anymore. I think this is better to be done in <laughs> A reality gaze theater. There we go. Had to put a lot of air in it. We we're losing people this episode, y'all. Just full on. Okay. Um, Do we see? We didn't talk. We didn't talk about who. Who do you Uh, feel led towards? You know, I'll play Chris. I feel led to Chris. If that's okay, got it. That's fine. Um, You can play her down the road. Just for today, I feel led to her. Um, Sure. Okay. And can you play the pharmacist and Jamie? I can. I can. Okay. Um. Anyway. Also, uh, I feel like you need to save your reserve because y'all. You know a Debbie Theater is coming. (laughs) Maybe I don't know. I'm 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 trying to pace myself. Oh God, that woman's a gift. All right, and action. Hi, Um, yeah. I just need to get y'all got this. Oh, perfect. This is bubblegum toothpaste. This is perfect. Exactly what I needed. Is this what you need? Yes, this will be so good. Can I just get some? Just oh wait one second, honey. Can I just get? You do you can't pay with American dollars here. What? Oh, they you don't take don't they don't take it. they don't take Diners Club. <laughs> no. That, oh, uh, I thought or, they did. Or actual American money. But no, so I'll, I'll, Tra- I'll get it. You want a I'll traveler's check? I got a traveler's check. 
I'll, no? I'll, I'll handle it. I don't think they. Hey, really before you pay, I just need to get one more thing. Just okay. my next, my neck's been acting up. I just got it's just oh, a little bit. You didn't tell me about that. Doesn't swivel well. Where doesn't is your prescription? Well. Show me your prescription. Uh, I don't think we need a prescription here. I just need just oh. it's. It's kind of basically. I was in a car accident, and I oh, basically completely, I ab- yeah, obliterated all the bones in my neck. They're basically all gone, and eventually, I'm not going to be able to move my head side to side. I'll, how, I'll just be staring blankly into space. So wait, how did you? How well, did you I, get a I bad went, neck? Well, it's funny you should say that. I hurt my back because I was driving out there uh, to see my cousin Donnie. And sure enough, someone rear-ended me and I hurt my back. So I went into the hospital for my back. And I had surgery. And then when I left the hospital, I literally just drove out of the parking lot. Then someone rear-ended me again and I (laughs) messed up my neck. Can you believe it? Wasn't even the same person. No, that sounds unbelievable. Yeah, and no, it happened. Anyway, so that's it, right? Get, that's yeah. That's I it. just need so just a neck oh, wait, thing. Do you have a? I need a bomb. I got a hitch in my giddy up. Do you know what that means? I don't I know what that is. I don't think gotta, it's translatable. Okay, got a hitch. I can't really walk. My hips never really been the same since I carried that baby for two weeks longer than I was supposed to. But the oh. doc, I didn't want to give birth to my kids so early, and I told the doctor he wasn't ready to come out yet. So I just so got a it. hitch in so this giddy up. Yeah, bad hip. Okay. Yeah. So let's fine. go. Can you put all those pain I mean, medications in the big grocery get, bag? Yeah, just one second. I just need to get a wrap for my foot because uh, when I was in college, uh, remember I did uh, I did t- uh, uh, tap dancing, but yeah. uh, I couldn't afford the tap shoes, so I just had a clog in in those just, just and cans. really they were well my dad's boots and cans yeah just <laughs> tent cans it made the same noise so but ever since then my uh, broken toe foot. my yeah my big toe I can't feel anything in there just nothing. Haven't felt anything in there since '82. Uh, so is there any part of you that works? Uh, I got. Look at my eyes, honey. They're beautiful. Ever since I had that cataract surgery, worked great. <laughs> Doctor said he never saw someone with cataract at 28. Who knew? <laughs> Let's go home and fuck again. Love it. Get your get your kip get your giddy up hip in there. Hey, that's why my tongue works, baby. Let's go. <laughs> oh. And- <laughs> <laughs> when she when she told that story I, i'm not laughing like, at her i got a bad back because i had a car accident and then i was leaving the hospital i got rear-ended again <laughs> i Y'all, i screamed and i, I was screamed i i and i, I, went, I wrote down mary jesus lord <laughs> mary jesus lord Y'all, I want to preface this. I actually feel sorry for her because Me probably too. where where she lived, and we know people in our country are it's not chronic a, pain. Cr- that chronic pain. I don't, we don't know if she had insurance or not. We know that she had a blue collar job, so probably she has shitty insurance if she had insurance at all. So we know all of that. But what I am laughing at is the fact that she didn't tell this woman. Any of these ailments that she had. And, and I went, she wants a young person to take care of her in her old no, exactly. age. Exactly. And most importantly, she's like, well, I'm going to need that surgery, but I'm not, I chose not to have it. She's like, oh, yeah, oh, I've oh. had chronic pe- neck pain for about 21 years. And I, I'm eventually, I'm not going to be able to turn my head, but um, they're going to have to put like this thing where there's like steel get bars. The surgery. <laughs> yeah. 
and it's I'm a halo, need, y'all. I'm it's a halo. A, I'm gonna need steel bars around my head for about six months to eight for, months. Six to eight months. It's not a Beyonce halo. It's an actual halo. And then she said, and it's a hundred thousand dollar surgery. <laughs> I was and just, Jamie's just you going. You can see Jamie's face going. What? They shoot horses, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, y'all, I saw her face and I went, oh, this is the beginning of the end. She's going to get out of this. I And see, Jamie. She's will, not going to be able to handle this. Yeah, I think she'll, she will. she will maximize the bad and minimize the good. Um, and, and I want to say. And I can't fully blame I her. Wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't. I, if her. I knew all of this about someone, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to just, but uh, take care of someone like that. It's different. It is different if you're married for someone for ten years and they. But it's a lot going into that. It's a you lot. You know going what? Into that. This my first thought would be: let's take a lovely trip. To the Colombian mountains and have a great weekend, and then only one of us comes back. <laughs> well, honey, I can't really do mountains because when I was 14, I was hiking with our church youth group and I fell off down that hill. So now I have PTSD as well. And every time I walk up a mountain, I just go, ah! <laughs> So, want to go to a beach? We'd we'd go off to that mountain, and one of us would come back. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, y'all. We're gonna let all that settle in. We're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but. That all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. <laughs> I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See... Now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with their ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. 
I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies. We've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of MeUndies? It's on MeUndies! Cool. Sissies, Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have 
drive, hope and find you're happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners, we know you get tired of waiting. Reality Gaze is coming to you, so no more complaining. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies, love yourself. Never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find you're happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. Y'all, take a Xanax or take a gummy because you're about to get stressed the fuck out. Because <laughs> This segment with Nicole and Mahmoud, I, if you don't have any type of empathy, I, if this was, I was tense the whole time. <laughs> the chi- and the children were screaming. And I love <laughs> when children. Their, when they were in their room, you could hear the children's voices. They're just, because it's just right off the living room. There's absolutely I yeah. kind of thought when Nicole said the family's all so close, there's no privacy. And I went, she's being overdramatic. How could it be? <laughs> but then any dream will do is happening in that living room when she opens. I close my eyes. Excuse me, Makbu. Do you? What do you want for dinner? Um, eat the potatoes. Eat the potatoes. Um, oh, it w- just Nicole's face is she's just eating those fried potato. Oh, well, the issue is there. I'm telling you, I I swear to God, there's some kind of issues of food here uh, because she said, I've already eaten. I'm not hungry. Um, I'm full. I promise you the, the, the this is the tip of the iceberg. Um, but y'all just just so remember. They've been, he was already, she says, I'm, I'm sure in her confessional, I'm annoyed five minutes in, he's complaining my clothes, but we're going, we're going to see, um, I don't want to, I don't want to fight because I don't want to have a fight in front of his cousin. And, um, don't check your phone. Don't check your phone. Maybe it's oh, a she's, secret. She's so annoying. And she's already ner- She's like, I'm very, very nervous about living with his mother because I've lived my last 10 years alone. And, um, and be- basically y'all. He basically the brother lives upstairs and they're always coming down with their kids. I'm like, how bad can it be? I'm like, you saying, you know, they're just visiting. That that would be an annoyance for me. But when she when they open that door <laughs> and it's just like a clown car. <laughs> um and they're like, it, Auntie Nicole, Auntie Nicole. And the children are shrieking. They're bringing in chips. The mother says, oh, my God, are you going to stay this time? Y'all, Nicole is, her eyes are, are pinking so around big. in the sockets. Ding, 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 oh. ding, 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 I, and I realized this, it's, it's, this is not, it's not even, it almost made, you know, we've talked a lot about just where he's coming from, but also it's not even different values. It's as this, I think Americans, we really, we, uh, as a, a lot of Americans don't realize the luxury or whatever you want to call it, 
but we are very big about space here and personal and independence. space yeah. and independence. And I'm not saying one is better than the other. I'm just saying in a lot of other countries in the world, they don't even you know don't what that it. is. And that's not just part of their yeah. country. That's just like, not part of Rishi's family who lives all in one space. They live in a joint family and they're going to continue to do that. You, yeah, you talked about that. Like I know you mentally had to prepare yourself, but you talked about that when you went to China. There was just, it was no very, there was very hard to find personal, no personal space. space. Yeah. And whereas you kind of were warned about it, I mean, y'all, it, it is, it is not surprising. It's, it's a problem to me and not a good sign that Nicole acts like this is her first time experiencing this. I she's already I, lived here. Like, so it makes me it. But let me let me let me tell you my follow through with this. She's already experienced this before. And then when she said the line, I left my problems and now I've come back to them. And I went because you called this about her before you said, I bet she's that person that picks up and moves all the time. Yep. That tries when on a different a problem outfit. and she when there's a problem in her life, she tries on a different outfit and expects the problem to go away instead of confirming. I don't think she, I don't think she prepared herself nor thought because even when you were went to China, you even talked about I've got to prepare myself because I'm probably not going to have a lot of personal space. Yeah. And you kind of mentally went work through that. She didn't do anything well, like that. For me, it's selective memory. For me, it is she, she knows better though now. She has decided what. She's she's told herself she must go back to her husband because he loves her and he's loved her more than anybody else. So I'm going to make it almost this magical thinking in my head is going to erase. So she was only thinking about the good ish things about Egypt. And then she was right there. And then she realized like a wave knocked her over. Oh, fuck. Nothing's changed. They're all the same. Holy fuck. And that's when you saw the fear in her eyes yeah. where, where they're like saying where she's talking to Fatima, her sister-in-law, um, who's the this is the Chinese woman who converted. And um, and it's like, I missed you so much because they were kind of similar. They're, they were both. Her family uh, was immigrants. very excited to see her. Her family was very loving and excited to see her. Uh, and. She basically, the family's talking in Arabic. And she's like, what are they saying? And he's like, oh, they hope you will stay this time. <laughs> and uh, besides that, then they, then they, then Fatima says, who wants potatoes? <laughs> so then everyone, the children lunge onto the floor to grab at the potatoes. And they're like, Nicole, eat some potatoes. Eat some potatoes. And she's like, can I come here? Keep- it's very, it's a lot of fried food. I always get sick. And they're like, eat potatoes, Nicole. That's what and you do ke- when you're here. <laughs> and they keep feeding her the potatoes like a fucking piece of veal in a cage. Mm-hmm. That's what you've... And so she's just eating there, sitting on the floor. And finally, she's like, I've got to get up. And it's just... It is... Um, and Fatima, she's talking to Fatima. And she's like, so do you really make friends? She's like, nope, really, your family's your friends. You don't really... Even the her husband's like, you don't really need friends when you've got all this family. There's, there's plenty of family around. It's great. We're gonna we're gonna do swell. <laughs> and y'all, this is the weird thing. I call a little bullshit here because Nicole is an introvert. Nicole's not gonna be out and go and make friends. It's gonna be really hard for her. But I think what she's hoping by making friends is someone outside what she what she's saying, friends, she's saying 
people who aren't as religious as my husband's family and people yeah. who are, I would say, maybe uh, who I can be a little bit more um, uh, less conservative about clothes. So that's what she's looking for. She's looking yeah. for um, – so that's the, so it's not that she wants friends. She wants a different community um, can I than the ones that, she – yeah, I, I think she wants a different community, but I also think, and this is kind of jumping ahead, but when she told him when they are talking in the bedroom later on and she said, this is kind of at the end, she's like, I just want you to say, yes, Nicole, I understand that you can, I understand you and you can do whatever you want and wear whatever you want. And I went, what magical thinking. Yeah. This person has that this oh, is a fairy tale. Clueless. So I was going to say, when she thinks of having friends in this city, I think she thinks it's going to be like, like fine. It, it's not a realistic yeah. version it's Nicole of Nicole and Cairo. Yeah. Like she finds this yes. ragtag group of, uh, yep. it's a movie. Yep. And she's just like, Hey girls. And everyone. Yeah. I, I think that's what she thinks. Yeah. I, I want to feel, I, I feel both things. I feel sorry for her because you can literally tell she's in physical and emotional pain. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard not to feel for her. <laughs> Same time, again, I go back to, girl, this is your second time being here. No. no, third time being here. You know better. You're just choosing to put your head in the sand. No, it's, no, it's absolute magical thinking because parts of her think, I, I need to make this work. Because he's the quote she repeats over and again. No one's loved me like Mahmoud. I need to make this work. I'm 38 years old. I don't. I won't have another chance for a love like this. And everything in her is saying, "Run, run, run!" Like, yeah. which has made her survive this long, y'all. So, in a way, she's trying to ignore her her instinct. But in this case, it's fighting everything she. This this is this is not someone who's made for being with someone like Mahmoud. It's just not. No, not. A, it's interesting. Yeah. Her family was so worried mm -hmm. about that family taking advantage of her. Oh no, that's not her. Be the case. Nope. And the 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 thing that Nicole is her it's herself. That is the thing that is yeah. really going to take one, her down. One thing I uh one thing we I think we we talked about this last week. Um, that she said he gab he gab and i kept saying is she mispronouncing hijab no i have a middle eastern friend who uh who's gonna be thank thankfully i know some of you have nicely come at us about kind of being generalizations about the 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 kind of the islamic world in especially in egypt and i appreciate that it's it's helpful i mostly have come at this through a political lens because that's where my strengths lie um, I know shit about so, it. I was raised with so, the pig in Oklahoma. And some of you, some of you thought that I've been, but I, I was trying to, I, I don't know a lot culturally. So um, I've been trying to learn more about that, but I have, I was talking to uh, my friend who's actually from Jordan, but he's been to Egypt a lot and knows uh, a Muslim culture. And, uh, and I kept saying, what is when they, he gob, is he, he's like, no, actually the, the, in in Egyptian Arabic, there is no j. It is so they pronounce it g hijab. So oh. I thought she was mispronouncing it. She was saying it like he was. Oh. So that's one. I was listening to be, all that, but then you said she and you whistled like an like a country 
like a country <laughs> owl. <laughs> and I, it com- I, com- I completely just forgot about everything you said. Got to get that fixed. Anyway. So, but it, I'm, I'm, it, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to learn as much as I can about it. Um, uh, the, he, he did say that, um, for a lot of places that, that this family, uh, does seem to be quite religious, um, in the way they are approaching it. But he did say there are women in Cairo who do walk around, um, without their heads covered. And, uh, so that's, that's not a problem, but he, he doesn't think that in this family, it's going to be an option for her. Cause I, I actually, I let him watch this part of the show. So he's like, oh, yeah. Well, thank God you're getting something useful from someone you're fucking. (laughs) About time. About time. (laughs) Okay, so there, so we talked a lot about just, so I kind of think we're at the point where they do, she's like, I've had enough potato chips, and they go in the bedroom, and they're talking, and and nothing she, has changed, she keeps saying. And nothing has changed. And why would it? Why would it? Why? <laughs> well, but and honestly, I understand why nothing changed because both of them, Mahmoud, the way he speaks to her, I don't like it either. It's it's it, there's a mansplaining quality to it. Yeah, and we could talk about where he's from and things like that, but I also think it's part of who I think he it's more than is. That. Yeah. I think when you do love someone, you do, if you want to understand them and you want to make something work, you listen to what they're saying. He is not taking in anything. She says as valid. He kind of goes, he's dismissing it, literally waving his hand to her, her like, yeah. it's fine. Boy. It's fine. And, some, and someone's got real flexible wrist is all I'm saying. You know what? It does. Oh. feel sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I do feel like he's a little gay. Mm-hmm. Um, you saw him this thing, basically voguing at the airport. <laughs> he works in a fabric store, ooh, but who knows ooh. this thing with her pretty lips. She was and basically Vogan. Does make me wonder, like, what what is his? Why does he want to be with her? Because it's, I I want to say this: if he wants to be with someone that is so that follows his what it follows his values to the letter, why would you choose to be with an American woman who you know, who you know was raised in completely different values, like? Th- that both is... of them, both of them were suppressing a part of themselves when they were together, um, and they were hoping yeah, the other would true. come ar- would come along come around to their side. Like if they, and... y'all, I've been in this situation, and I'm telling you now, someone will not change who they are just because they love you. Listen Ooh. to that again. Someone <laughs> will not change who they are just because they love you. Sometimes they will. But they have to want to change because here's the deal. No matter how much somebody loves you, they love themselves more. That's just yeah. human nature. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Someone wh- now pulled over on the side of the road and is just sobbing. Sorry. Uh, did you hear when she said uh, that she said, yes, I admit I did agree to all the clothing stuff and the uh, uh, hijab. And she says, uh, but now I'm admitting I made a mistake. Okay. Ooh. It's it, at this point, I just go, let's, let's talk about why you 
rushed into this. Let's talk about why you married him. And at that point, um, and what she keeps still. So if she is trying to set a boundary with whether it's clothing or covering her head or something like that, I don't think that's a boundary that's going to work because it's that in his in his way of of it's his values, um, and I don't think that's going to easily change. Um, no, don't you so, think? Do you think it's her pattern too? When she said, kind of going off of what you just said, when she talks about clothes are important for me, and she said, you know. I once I experienced following the rules, I realized, and I can understand that you think it's one thing, but you have no idea because again, y'all, she didn't fucking Google or watch a YouTube video, nothing yeah. at all. But she said, I realized when I don't wear clothes, when I'm, when I'm trying to follow the rules, I realized I'm not being true to myself. And I thought, how many times do you think she's quote left a relationship or a friendship because she wasn't true to herself? I think that's it. And I think she's happier not she's happier acquiescing to him at one point and she's like fine i'll just do whatever you want i'll just blah 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 and then the reward of being quote loved by him clicks in and then she forgets about it for a while and then she's like but i want to be me why are you not letting me be me and he's like oh why are we doing this again because he knows he knows she's going to acquiesce again he knows she's going to say fine i guess i'll do this yes and yes. and that will – it's – this is – I guarantee you this is going to be the most frusta- frustrating relationship for us this season. For sure. And I, I don't think they're going to comp – they are not going to – again, I actually have the words that she said because I talked about Sarah, But she said, it would go away if you said, it's not a big deal. Why don't you wear what you want to wear? And I went, are you fucking stupid? Yeah. Like how <laughs> – like I actually was like, are you He's just never going to do that. He's never going to say – my, my religious beliefs are not a big deal. Like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm already frustrated. It. This is this is the most frustrating I'm, story. I'm I'm frustrated. Frustrated. I'm frustrated. What? Did, frustrated. Where are my, my binders? My father does say frustrated. <laughs> he gets really angry. Um. So, uh, what I I I last thing I wrote down here is um. Uh, he doesn't, he says he doesn't want to fight. Um, and they're just going to kick the can down the road. And, and she's like, I just hope we can compromise and meet in the middle somewhere. And I don't know what that would look like for her. I don't know what that would look like for either of them. With, for, I, I (sighs) agreed. Agreed. I will say one thing that I did not think was funny, and you saw in her eyes is when they talked about, well, hopefully you won't leave this time. And he's like, maybe I'll just have to hide your passport. <laughs> he's like, no, I'm just joking. I'd never do that. Y'all, don't joke about someone's passport. That's not cool. That's, no. that, gave me the, that gave me the creeps, actually. I do still feel like that he's just telling – I do feel like he just wants to fuck a blonde American woman, and that's yeah. what this is about. I, yeah. I don't I, – I think that – I sadly think she does really love him, and I think for her – for him, she's just kind of like a pretty blow-up doll. Yeah, I think she sees him, though, and she's exoticizing him and fetishizing him in the same way. Of, Probably. Uh 
as someone from a culture she's un, she doesn't know about, a culture that that maybe like as soon as the lights are off, all po- all politeness is over. She you probably know? saw like one Indiana Jones movie and went, "That's what Egypt is like." <laughs> um, that's all I have. This it, they're, they're so frustrating to me. They're, they're frustrating. It's also. This season is so good, y'all. Every couple, they're fascinating to watch, but it's frustrating. But it's riveting to watch. Actually riveting. Let's talk about somebody else who, I don't know if they're riveting, but holy shit. Do you shit, like my peacock purse? It's always in there. Okay. <laughs> I shrieked at this peacock purse. <laughs> Tell me. When you're 70 years old and you go to Tanglewood for a weekend to hear the orchestra, what kind of purse are you going to bring? Uh, mine would probably be a poodle purse, but yes. I would take a uh, I would take a peacock purse. Yeah, I'm telling y'all. I'm just I look at this and I'm terrified because I'm staring at a long hallway of my friendship. Yeah. I'd have y'all. I'd have like those weird sunglasses, weird glasses. Yeah, it's Debbie's. Debbie's my future. So y'all, she is. She's riding with her son Julian, and a storm is a coming. And we're. I'm moving. I'm moving in a week to visit my to visit my Moroccan lover Oshama. Um, and so Julian is taking her. They're going to an attorney because what are they going to get, Poodle? A perner. <laughs> Here we are, y'all. It's a ninety-day classic. We're talking about the pernup. So we've had eating eating exotic organ meats uh-huh. and the pernerp and in, the pernup in in one episode. Uh-huh. And she's, I want my children provided for, and uh, and so y'all, we go to see the lawyer, uh, Gina, and you know it's a real lawyer's office because the word law firm is in letters on the wall. <laughs> it is does look like it's it's actual word art letters. It did it's not look word professional. Yeah. It didn't look great. Uh and Julian basically is saying, "Well, how do I know that any, anyone's going to uh handle uh going to honor the anything we say there?" And she's like, "Well, you're you're and I want to scream at him. You're your her assets are in this country. So that that's how things work." <laughs> Like a country can't force her now. But what she brought up later, she said, but if you transfer all your money to another country, that has no bearing. Now, this is interesting. The the son brought this up. I think she's already giving him money and I think she's lying about it um, because she says, what if I want, what if, what if, what if it's a fairy tale and everything is going just great 10 or 15 years around the road? What if I want to drop some money on him? And he heard, he hears that and goes, no, she already has. Do um, you think she I already think, has? I think she might have already given some money to young, skinny Moroccan Leonard Cohen. <laughs> he has um, a Leonard Cohen. I think, yes, that's the, yeah, because we, we heard him talk a little bit. That's he's all true. black, he's dressed in all black. I could uh, see like he was doing an art gallery opener and he needed money to like open a gal. So I bet you she hasn't given him money just to give him money, but I bet she's helped. As she said, um, he is, as some of you are, he is, she is a patron to him. Yes. God, I miss patronage. <laughs> what, what we, we actually, we have patronage. We have a Patreon. Oh, 
Jesus. Oh, I, I was thinking about an older, oh, you meant for- an older oh. duke uh, who who paid me for my services as a court musician. I was was at the court of the Duke of Mantua <laughs> in a former life. And I didn't just he would give me money to put on to compose my symphonies and and give and and put on plays and orchestral concerts. And I didn't have a job because I was he was my patron. And then I fucked him, too. (laughs) There we are. (laughs) I'm just saying I miss I miss that kind of patronage living in a palace. You were born at the wrong time. And then if you made if you made pieces that he didn't like, someone would cut your head off. <laughs> That's why you always ask him to come to rehearsal. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You gotta be at the dress. Duke. You were born at the wrong time, Poods. Um, anyway, so Julian thinks that he's manipulative of with his mother. I don't think I don't think young Leonard Cohen has really I don't we haven't seen so. a lot about him. We haven't seen a lot, uh, so we don't know. But the thing about it, the, the, the weirdest best, best part is there y'all, Gene has been talking to Debbie for a while, and you know, uh Julian says something. Well, I just think that I think he doesn't have a job. He should already. He's old enough to have a job. He's twenty four years old, and you see Gina lean in and go, "Excuse me, pardon I'm me, I'm sorry." And then Debbie says, "I'm not your typical sixty seven yes. year old well, I'm woman. Not your typical sixty seven year old woman." <laughs> and Gina goes, "I'm surprised to learn that he's only twenty four years old. She's marrying a man who has absolutely no assets." And you know what, though, sometimes it is stupid. Sometimes stupid turns into greatness. No, genius. <laughs> genius. Genius. <laughs> She's not wrong. Sometimes stupid turns into genius. And you know what? At that point, is she just talking about herself because her segments are genius? They are. and I love her still. I love her still. I'm living for it. Y'all, this is DOA. Don't don't let anyone tell you this is going to work. You um, know, I don't know. I don't know. She could go over there. This guy, we Leonard Cohen, young Leonard Cohen, we didn't get to see a lot of him. But if he's really fucking weird and artsy, I think this could work for, for a little bit. Who's promised tomorrow? <laughs> no one. You have boys? You have boys, Gina? Yeah, I do. do. No, Debbie, I have one girl. Well, I tell you, boys are a handful. They're a handful, certainly. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what this voice is morphing to, but I enjoy it. But it's it's got a life in its own at this point. You have boys, Gina. (laughs) Just the way she said it. She's... It's almost like it is some it's some woman like a female actor like in her in her mid 60s doing a character. Yeah. It feels it that's what it like, feels so specific. It feels like she, Anna Devere Smith, like a white version of Anna Devere Smith. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> who that played, is. Oh, come on. Anna Devere Smith? 
she did all these one woman um uh she was on the, her her most famous TV credit recently is was Nurse Jackie. Um she was the uh oh. administrator. Oh, I didn't say no. But yes, she does do these one woman uh, shows where she plays characters, lots of different characters. Ah. Yeah. Sooner or later and, and people who know Anna DeBeer Smith, they thought it was riveting. I do liked her. I, I did like her on. I watched. I didn't watch all, but I watched some of Nurse Jackie. Was that hot gay nurse on that show? Ooh, he was hot. It's a good what show. Happened to him? It's a good show. Y'all, that's the. This was a good show. This or not? Not our show. Our show was trash. No, but this our, episode was <laughs> our great. Our show's just filth. It's normal. Just filth. But this, y'all, Toe is bringing it. So glad Toe is back. Ugh. It is. I get excited every time. We're between this and Darcy and Stacy right now, and then a new life after lockup. We're in it right now. It's a good time. It's a good time to be. It's a good time to be a trash peddler. <laughs> and don't get me started about Extreme Sisters. I'd rather it be over. I'd rather. I think we're at. We're at now. Do we just do episode fives coming out next week? Is that what it is? Uh, I or think so. Yeah. Five, or, or do we just watch episode five? I think we just did five, actually. So that means we've got five more episodes. Um, four, to, four to five, yeah. yeah. So all quickly, of March. Can't come quickly enough. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, if you want to listen to Extreme Sisters and, uh, and just hear Poodle be nauseous, you need to subscribe to our $8 tier on Reality Gaze Plus. That'll also get you Life After Lockup, which will be premiering. Also, we'll get you this episode you're listening to right now, Commercial free yeah for your pleasure so there was a really fun theater we did with the australian twins uh this with, yeah. with the woman <laughs> y'all there's two women that have the same job that want to work the same job and uh, uh, it's just let's watch no, it for don't. <laughs> again they delight me now i forget oh. their debilitating mental illness and yeah. I just really enjoy them because we're surrounded by absolute uh, people who are paralyzed by their paralyzed. own issues. It's true. And um, maybe, maybe the two same time twins may, maybe they will open Luigi's after maybe their father, who looked strangely like Ron Jeremy. And maybe um, <laughs> I'll end up marrying a woman and having four children. We'll see what happens first. <laughs> All right, that's everybody. The that's show. the show. Go to oh, we said that at the same, same time. time. Same time. Go to realitygaze.com, everybody. You know the drill. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Um, join our Facebook group, the Sissy Squad. We have fun in there. We have fun in uh, there. 10,000 members strong. Shout out. Just, I want to just give a little shout out to all of our mods, the head mods. Uh, we haven't, we, um, we forget and don't, we get, we have some of your announcements, but um, we, I just want to, and Jackie, our den mother, they're all doing a wonderful job making that. Oh, I love it when people post in there. There's very few groups where they can feel supported like this. And that is truly because our, our mods, our head mods, all volunteers who really make it a wonderful, magical place. Amen. We love, we love you all. And we appreciate you all so much for your hard work. It is Amen. not, it's not lost. Unlike uh, Poodle's ex-boyfriend or the conversations I've had with my mother about where to be buried. It's not lost on us. Your hard work. <laughs> 
not lost. All right, everybody. We call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places, poods? <laughs> yes. And if you've ever walked in after a long flight, you've walked into an apartment and the entire cast of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat is waiting for you. There's the children. And in the east, the dawn was breaking, and the world was waking. Any dream will do. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.